Welcome to Preston's Super Show. News, sports, and a whole lot more. It's the Super Show, baby. Warning. This show contains material that is only suited for patriotic audiences and people who have a backbone. If you like God, guns, and glory, you're listening to the right show. Sit back or carry on and enjoy Preston's Super Show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are live on Preston Super Show for the Toonami Recap from January 8th, 2022. What it do? And the beginning of Toonami was the best part, um, actually. Blade Runner Black Lotus Episode Free Will. Whoa. No. What a good episode. Black uh, Blade Runner. She's hurting for certain at the end of that one. Wow. They really went all out for this episode. Great fighting scenes. Great action. Evil scientist dude gets wiped out. Um, and just pretty impressed overall with the direction of this show. And I, I really can't, you know, clamor for more enough at this point like this show is really taking Toonami by storm and I think they're all kind of understanding now that this is definitely a show to uh, remember like this is a show to remember now it's the animation is different than any other animation you've seen in a long time Um, on top of that uh, the scenes are killer in this show a little bit of uh, some you know if you're a Star Wars person you know I'm Star Wars and Star Trek I really don't care you know which one's better I just if I like something I like it Uh, but Star Wars Attack of the Clones if you remember uh, like Anakin's like fighting some people and he jumps out of uh, this building and then lands on the plane where obi-wan catches him i got that kind of vibe like in towards the end of this episode um and then you know what was weird was you know the guy's lining up i mean my friend talked about this the guy's lining up to take the shot from the sniper and he doesn't pull the trigger on the bad guy and to me it was like he was like accepting whatever fate happened at that point like if, if she wouldn't have made it out of that situation he was okay with that if she did make it out of the situation he was gonna help her so at that point he like had removed himself and played a little bit of of a villain there um and his character's been a weird one um that you know can, it continues to pop up through the show and probably will continue to pop up a lot more but this uh, like I said, this show gets better over time, and uh, I think time will be very generous to this show. Um, we'll look back on uh, Blade Runner Black Lotus and, and have uh, rave reviews for it because it's really eye-opening um, as far as 
animation goes uh, and pushing uh, the, the limits. So I was very, very impressed with this episode. Uh, and you have to, have to buy this on uh, DVD when it comes out or Blu-ray when it comes out or digital download. However you buy it, you need to do that when this is finished. Because this is going to be one you're going to want to watch all the way through again. Um, but wow, what an amazing episode. I can't say enough about it. Then they switch gears. They sent us to Assassination Classroom. And, you know, this is one of those shows where they interject you into the show. It was like the beginning of season two. Kind of like, uh, you know, my friend Joe mentioned, you know, it's kind of like My Hero Academia. If you don't watch it from the beginning, it's really hard to kind of catch up and know what's going on. So I did my best here trying to catch up with the show. And I just kept finding myself... A little bit creeped out by the pervy yellow dude and everybody else is a human and you know a kid in the classroom and whatnot and there's like this pervy dude in there and i'm like that was throwing me throwing me off a little bit but the show itself was not a bad show wasn't great not something that i'm gonna go out and spend a bunch of time watching but i couldn't see like glimpses of coolness in the show and it's just one of those that's like an og anime type of thing where that's you know that's uh an original anime concept and the characters play themselves out where there is no one main character it's like the attention is spread throughout so if you like shows like that this is a good show for you but for me um, two episodes of that, and I was good. You know what I mean? I was like, okay, time to move on. The first episode, the creepiest one, definitely the creepiest one, was uh, Summer Festival Time. And then they went to Kaid Time. You know, that was, you know, whatever. It was, it's a little bit of a blur because you're kind of like, all right, this is a little bit weird. Uh, and I don't really understand what's happening and I'm doing my best to follow along and I feel like I'm trying to figure this out too much and I shouldn't have to do that with a show so I don't know when they're starting shows off like that it's hard to get into it um in my opinion then you get into this block where they're in three episodes of Naruto Shippuden the Dark Naruto I call it and uh Dark Naruto um a lot better than uh Baby Naruto um so I was definitely into Shippuden. You're seeing like, you know, they're kind of just assassins, man. And, and, and I'm into that. Um, the biggest drawback from this show is, again, they're in it, They're throwing you in the show without you really being able to catch the first episode and be able to know where all this is coming from. It's, they're just running the random episodes here. So for that for that purpose, uh, it was whatever. And it's a little bit of a blur because these episodes happen so quick and so rapid, um, along with your uh, lovely commercial breaks, that you're kind of just like watching, but not too focused. You're just like, oh, I'm just letting everything happen. So from that standpoint, it was very interesting and very fun. Um, The first episode, the all-knowing, now... That one was okay. Then they got to Hashirama and Madara. 
and that one was the best of the three then they got to the next episode the end of warring states that one was okay i didn't have a problem with it it just you know it didn't hit it wasn't hitting you know and like the second episode hit a little bit because it seemed like it was tense they were talking about the revival of madeira they were you know there was a bunch of stuff happening people were just uh d- disputing different things it, it really added up to a good episode the other two they're kind of just more of uh, slow burn nothing's really happening it's all building up to a bigger episode that type of thing and then they finished out on cowboy bebop and i appreciate them picking up where they left off from last uh cowboy bebop they ran but you know cowboy bebop is one of those shows like if you're like me you've seen cowboy bebop how many times come on now we talked about it on the last two now I've seen Cowboy Bebop so many times. I don't have a problem with them running Cowboy Bebop. It's a legendary anime. For people that haven't seen it, you should be watching that because that is something that gets you to understand what an anime is, where an anime comes from, what ideas kind of go into an anime when they're developing this. And there's not too many bounty hunter animes out there that, number one, have stood the test of time, Number two were that interesting to begin with. And number three hit like Cowboy Bebop does. I mean, this show absolutely hits the nail on the head. But again, I've seen it like a hundred times. So for me, you know, every time I'm seeing, you know, when they're uh, in the restaurant and the the guys in the sombreros are trying to pull the girl and then the dude walks up and boots him in the face. Like all that is just like, boom, just jolts your memory. Like I remember all of that. Heavy Metal Queen. Uh, was a, was the episode they played uh, at 2 a.m. and then at 2:30 they played Waltz for Venus, and Waltz for Venus, you know, was uh, was interesting. That was a good episode. I kind of like after watching the two, I really liked Heavy Metal Queen. Um, it just had more suspense. It just had more more of that on your edge of your seat type of feel to it. So I was down with that. But overall, I was really impressed with Toonami. I think Toonami's the best when they're mixing and mashing the shows. Like when they're taking Blade Runner Black Lotus, Assassination Classroom, Naruto Shippuden, and Cowboy Bebop. I'm not complaining. I am not complaining. Great block of Toonami. I enjoyed watching it. Um, And you've heard which episodes I I liked the best. The best show from Toonami this week was Blade Runner Black Lotus. Um... And I know Toonami, spoiler, is coming out with, you know, they're about to be airing a brand new show that you haven't seen, probably haven't seen. So be looking out for that. Everybody's guessing what it's going to be. Just enjoy when they release it. And then you got Smiling Friends coming out on Adult Swim uh, tonight. So there you go. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Sounds good, right? 
there are a lot of places you can host your podcast. Those other podcast hosting sites love to make you pay, thinking they're doing you a favor. Not at Anchor. Folks, this is free. None of Anchor's competitors make distribution and monetization as seamless as Anchor does. I predict Anchor to be the face of podcasting in the next five years. If you're an experienced podcaster or a newcomer, doesn't make a difference. Get your show on Anchor today. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Talk about the ratings that have been released for um, January 11th, um, and then uh, we'll wrap the show up here. But I like to talk about the ratings so people get an idea of uh, the fan base uh, for these shows. Now, when they ran the Cowboy Bebop Marathon um, in the season finale of Yashihime, the episode to do episode of Blade Runner Black Lotus. Started out on January 1st. That was really good. 175,000 people tuned in to Blade Runner Black Lotus at midnight, 11 a.m. Central Time um, on January 1st. Now, then Yasha Hime got a big bump, 190,000. And then they ran that Cowboy Bebop Marathon. And most people that are probably watching at that point are like, I've seen this. And it started tailing off from 118,000 down to 81,000 at the time of signing off. And then we got into um, when they ran the Dragon Ball Super episode, Sword Art Online, Fire Force, Assassination Classroom, Gmuseta Death Beats, Gmuseta Death Beats, Naruto Shippuden, and Samurai Jack. Um, when they ran all of those, they had a pop, my friend. I mean, they had um, 396,000 people watching that Dragon Ball Super um, back in 2021. Uh, And see, that's the thing. When they look at, listen to that, Dragon Ball Super, Sword Art Online, Fire Force, Assassination Classroom, G. Museto Death Beats, Naruto Shippuden, Samurai Jack. When they ran that last year, they had almost 400,000 people tuned in. And this year, it's like, down to 175,000 and tailing off at the end where it didn't even get near that low last year so this year people haven't tuned in as much I think people are throwing shade on Blade Runner Black Lotus to be honest with you Um, because if you look at last year's ratings at this time compared to this year's ratings at this time you'd expect more people to be tuning in but you know people just i think they look at that cowboy bebop marathon and they just kind of put them off to be honest and then yashahime i don't know if too many guys are getting behind that show i like it but i just don't know if they're going to get that type of, of that type of fan base i don't even know if the women are, are into that show 
So it's hard for me to say. What I will tell you, okay, is that this, I predict that this week, the ratings are going to be stellar compared to last week's ratings. So last week's ratings weren't awful. I mean, it still had, like my friend said, that's still a lot of people tuning in, and it is. But it's a huge drop from last year. So Toonami needs to go back and kind of look at that and say, look, when we mash all these shows together, and we maybe run two episodes of something, you know what I mean? Like two episodes of Naruto would have been fine. They had to run three. You know, you didn't have to do that. You could have put a different show in there for 30 minutes. And I think that type of stuff has to be talked about in the control room. And that way, when they're putting out that product for us, more people are tuning in and helping them. Um, because they got to get those numbers up. I can promise you they're talking about that. But ladies and gentlemen, that is it for the Toonami recap this week. I had a lot of fun breaking it down. And we will be back next week. Make sure you tune in here on Preston Super Show for everything i post visit oddmanout.ninja for all my other notable work and subscribe to smoke after dark the gritty true crime podcast experience that you don't want to miss ladies and gentlemen just like the hands of time i'm turning it over to you good night and god bless